Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about the Masters. Jerry, Tiger Woods is probably going to play. Are you excited? I I know that they play on grass. If we're going to do golf, <laughs> I know that they play on grass. That is that's, about that's the, the one thing they have in common. Well, they have two things in common with football. They play on grass, <laughs> uh, although the Panthers don't play on grass anymore. Uh, and there's a ball involved. That That's, yeah, yeah, pretty close to the extent of my knowledge <laughs> of golf, too. And and there's uh, cat themes, I guess. Tiger, the Panthers, no. Bengals. And uh, that one doesn't work. Um, all right, that's well, then name. we're going to. I guess we'll talk about the uh, NCAA championship game last night. Uh, Kansas beat North Carolina. That was a, a pretty good game. What? No, no, we don't want to talk yeah. about that. What, what part is it? Oh, this is the Panthers podcast. Okay. We're going to talk about the Panthers. Jerry. Char- Charles Cross, specifically. Charles Cross. <laughs> yes, Red we're, shirt we're gonna, out of Mississippi State. There you go. We're going to continue our, our player profile series here. Actually, this is our last individual one. Yeah, we decided we're. this is the last one. This is the last of the first round, like first top six mm-hmm. pick that we'll probably do. Yeah. And then we're going to kind of look at the groups overall and kind of do a mock draft pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Next episode is going to be our first mock draft. Yeah, we'll, we're, we're going to have a rest. couple of mock drafts probably. One maybe right before the draft. And then we'll have this one after our profiles. And it's going to be some fun. So, But yeah. uh, but Charles Cross is definitely worth talking about. I think he's a realistic option for the Panthers. So let's get into it. Charles Cross had a prolific rise in his last season at Mississippi State, where he won the Kent Hall Trophy for Best Offensive Lineman in Mississippi. He's now considered one of the top tackles in the draft, but his sudden rise to fame in his last season is not unfamiliar with him. Going into his senior season, Cross was a three-star recruit, but his stellar play jumped him up to a five-star recruit and earned him all-region and all-state honors in his last year. Yeah, he's a guy that, like... I think in his freshman year at uh, Mississippi State, he only played three games, and then he sort of yeah. had a, a meteoric rise after that. It was the same sort of thing in, in high school. He was like he was considered good. Yeah, three star recruits not bad. Oh no no! I mean he got. I think he uh, went to Florida State. Like he had committed to mm-hmm. Florida State, and then he went went back to Mississippi State when he got five stars. But he redshirted his freshman year. Sophomore year, he he started. He started some right tackle, started mostly left tackle. Mm -hmm. But last year, top three. Balled out. Balled out, yeah. People are looking at him as a top ten pick now, so. And rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about why here in a sec. Um, He is 6'5", 3'10". He's a big dude. Um, Arms aren't as long as you'd like. Channeling my inner Matt Rule here. I was going to um, say, Matt Rule automatically yeah. ro- scratches him off the list. But uh, but you know what? His play speaks for itself. He's, he's quite good. Uh, looking at some of his stats here, uh, only gave up two sacks last year. Gave up zero QB hits. I guess they don't count sacks as QB hits, although the, the QB definitely gets hit with a sack. So, <laughs> But I guess they don't double up those stats. So no, no only hits, but he did give up two sacks, 14 hurries out of... Uh, almost a thousand offensive snaps, so pretty good percentage there at left tackle. Um, my 
one of the th- one of the interesting things looking at his stats is out of 919 offensive snaps, 719 of them were pass blocking snaps. Only 200 were run blocking snaps. Mm-hmm. And if you look at his 2020 season of 720 offensive snaps, only 146 of them were run blocking snaps. So like 80% almost of his snaps in college were pass blocking snaps. Uh, the fact that he only gave up, you know, eight total sacks in what, 1,500, 1,600 total snaps at left tackle for pass blocking is pretty impressive. Like that's pretty really awesome. Is. I mean, he he's in a Mike Leach off or offense where everyone knows they're going to pass the ball mm-hmm. every time. So yeah. it is very impressive. Now, uh, it, only giving up two sacks. That's very impressive. He's mm-hmm. very fast. Uh, well, let's just jump into his pros and cons. Or is there anything? Well, just real on? quick, just for those of you that care about PFF scores. Uh, in 2020, he was a 64.4, which is above average. Um, but in 2021, he jumped all the way up to an 86.7, which is considered, if not elite, like right there at the at oh, that's elite, elite doorstep. So yeah, he's uh, a huge improvement from 2020 to 2021. Again, 2020, the pandemic season, like you can almost throw that out the window. This last season, I think, is what he is, and uh, what he is is impressive. Yeah, uh, cons. We I, I want to continue on with the sure. cons first. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a unique stance and can't work on his footwork. Uh, just some Foot, things. Footwork a very him. common thing for all yeah, these guys, yes. as we've said. And when you get to the pros, you're gonna have pro coaches mm-hmm. working with them, especially being a top ten pick. He's they're gonna focus in on him and being get that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, needs to work on his pro style running blocking. When they did run, it was mostly zone scheme, which mm-hmm. not the biggest of deals because I, in my belief, yes, run block is important, but your left tackle and run blocking is something I think as long as you can, he does need to bulk up a little bit too. But as long as he bulks up a little bit, I think he can handle the. Yeah, you know, it's crazy to say blocking. that the guy's three hundred and ten pounds, but he needs to bulk <laughs> up a little bit. But you're right in terms with, with of strength. NFL left tackle, yeah. He needs to get a little stronger. That was one of the things that I saw is he's got good strength, but not elite, not great strength. Mm-hmm. So that is something that he'll need to improve on. And again, getting in an NFL weight room, getting on the right diet, all that stuff is going to, they'll they'll fix that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want to talk a little more about the, the pass blocking versus run blocking here in a minute, but um, let's get to his pros first because he's he's very impressive. He's extremely athletic for his size. Uh, he's got a very fast first step, light on his feet. He's a ballerina out there at 310 pounds. <laughs> he's, uh, he's very mobile. Um, he improved every single year. I mean, from high school through college, he's seen improvement every single year. Um, again, he's a big guy. He's got he's got good height. He's got he's got you know average arm length. I think it's not he's not you know Brady Christensen. He's not yeah he's he's no T Rex out there. He's he's gonna be just fine, um, and again he's a dominant pass blocker. Like as as we we went through the stats, and again just go watch the tape. Like the guy handles his business at left tackle mm-hmm. against you know really good competition. So, um, but I, you know just kind of I'm wondering if he fits 
the Panthers scheme. Now, I don't know what Ben McAdoo is going to do. If this is going to turn into, and I guess it really depends on who's at quarterback, but is this going to turn into a, a big passing offense here? Or Matt Rule has continued to say, we want to run, we want to run, we want to be a power running team, we want to run the ball. I don't know if as currently constituted as what he is, as what we've seen in college, if he's if he would fit that for the Panthers. I think he would. I think I think the whole I know I mentioned it run blocking mm-hmm. is a, a slightly overblown. I believe he can get the size and he can run block well. Yeah. I think it's, he just wasn't just we given that seen much. It, I guess right. He, he hasn't had the huge opportunity. Right. In college, you haven't seen that. That being said. I am so sick of our quarterbacks getting hit by the left side every single mm. snap where he, they're constantly running. I am willing to give up a little bit of run blocking if that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I am willing to do that because I would prefer taking a step back in the run blocking on the left side as long as I know that 98%, 90% of the time they're blocking that left end. Mm-hmm. on that side so that's that's my thought <clears throat> a lot of what i've seen and read um a lot of people consider him the best pass blocking tackle in the draft yeah better than neil better than icky um maybe not the best all-around tackle but the best most elite pass blocking tackle and i agree with you i mean what a refreshing change that would be for the Panthers <laughs> to have a guy that you don't have to you don't have to worry about. The, the quarterback doesn't have to worry about that left side. You know, mm-hmm. the, your internal clock can be normal for an NFL quarterback. You don't have to speed it up because you've got T-Rex arms over there or Cam Irving who who knows what he's doing over there or Pat Elfline who knows what he's doing. You know, all these guys that we've cycled in and out, you know, um, Scott and uh, Dennis Daly, like, you know, have a somebody there that's going to, that you can count on. It's huge. It's, it's huge. And it's going to make whoever we bring in, it's, I don't think it's going to be Darnold, but whoever starts the season at quarterback, they're going to have that confidence. It's going to improve everything. I, I a hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. I, yeah. I really like that. And I almost lean on the side of, Hey, you can get better at run blocking Mm-hmm. Especially, he's 21 years old. Yeah. And, right. and again, he'd take a massive leap from his junior to senior year mm-hmm. in high school, and he took a giant leap from his redshirt freshman year to his redshirt sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I mean, with good coaching, continued coaching, how good can he get? He's got the size. Like you said, his arm yeah. length is not the it's greatest, fine. but he's, al- yeah. he's already considered the best pass-blocking left tackle. I also wonder with, given his history of massive improvements from, you know, effectively year one to year two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if we should expect him to walk in and be elite from day one. I don't think anybody really is going to walk in and be elite from week one. I mean, we've seen it before. At, we've at, seen guys that have come in and, and solidified that position you, immediately. You're correct. But I think that's just a disservice to anybody you draft at left tackle because there is sometimes that they need more seasoning. And I think any of these guys could walk in and play better than what we've had in 
since 2015 with Michael Orr playing left tackle. I understand that. I get that. But we're talking about the number six pick here. I I said right. step in. I'm not saying that they won't get better. That's what I think. You're going to – Sure. It's gonna I think they'll all get better. Guys. Right? They're not all going to come in as a finished product. But is, not, is he going to be able to come in and and – if we draft, you know, a rookie quarterback or we go out and sign or trade for a quarterback and they come in year one, is is this guy gonna be able to come in and and be the guy that you don't have to worry about at left tackle? Uh, I from think day yes. one. Yes. I think any okay. of the top three of these guys will be able to do that. Okay. I, I they may not be Rashawn Slater where they go to the Pro Bowl their first mm-hmm. year. Yeah. But I think they oh, could be Rashawn top- Slater has has short arms. Again, again. Why are we even talking about him? Yeah. He has short Sorry. arms. He doesn't exist. He's a guard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing that I, I do like about, about uh, Cross is he is a left tackle. He has mm-hmm. played left tackle. Like he played a, a few, a, like a two games, I think, or maybe three at right tackle in his whole career at Mississippi State. But he is a left tackle. You are not drafting him to play him at guard. You are not no. saying, oh, this guy's a second round guard. No. He is a first-round tackle. He is a tackle. You're drafting him to play tackle, Matt. You are drafting him to play tackle, <laughs> right? I mean, there's not there's not even a question. There, there's that's the problem with the way Matt rules sometimes sees players. Oh, he could play many different roles. I don't care. I want one one position. He could be dominant at it. Yeah. Let's let him be dominant. Yeah. I mean, and he's got that elite trait. Mm-hmm. He's got the elite pass blocking trait. That is that's what I look for in like a top ten pick. Somebody that is elite at something. Whether you're an elite passer, you're an elite runner, you're an elite, you know, route runner, you're an elite blocker. That, that's what this guy is. So yeah, I'm uh I like him. I like him a lot. I like uh, him too. I went into I went into this um thinking that he was gonna be a distant third for me. I think he's still third, but he's not distant. I mean I would be happy with him, he's right in there at, at, in that tier. See, for me, I I like him better than Icky. Okay, well, hold hold off, hold off. We're, uh, let's get well, to our you, big board. Let's get okay. to our big board. Um, uh, all right, so let's run through our questions real quick. I mean, these, we kind of gone through them, but does this player fit the current roster? Of course. Yes. We wouldn't be talking about him if you didn't. Um, will this player fall to six? I think yes. I think he will be available mm-hmm. at six. I do too. I think that the general consensus is he is third uh, of the tackles. Would you be excited to draft this player at six? Yes, I would be. I would be too. I think we could. I think we could maybe trade down a little bit and still get him potentially. See, but I've I think seen it, it. Yeah, I think it would be. I've seen him jumping some of the uh, other tackles, Neil and Icky. I've so... seen him go around ten. Again, we're just talking about mocks. Who knows? So, but I've seen yeah. him. Yeah, I've seen him anywhere from like f- four to ten. I've seen you know that that's kind of his range. So I think we we maybe could get him. It would be a risk, but we wouldn't be able to trade back much. Um. All right, take us through our big board right now. All right. I am sorry for all you YouTube video watchers. Uh, I forgot to update the image of our big board. But starting Uh-oh. off, Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama, number two. Iki Edwanu, offensive tackle, NC State. Number three, Malik Willis, uh, quarterback, Liberty. Number four, Kenny Pickett, quarterback, Pitt. 
five, Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame, six, Matt Coral, quarterback, Ole Miss, and number seven, Tyler Linderbaum, center, Iowa. <clears throat> so you're prepared to put Cross at number two, it sounds I like. am. I, 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 it's again, it's any top, any one of those guys I'm ecstatic about get bringing in. Yeah. I think any of them are, can be great left tackles, Pro Bowl left tackles in this league. But I like Cross a little bit more just because I think he already has that elite pass ability. So I give him a slight nudge. And I always think, again, I think that the run blocking can come. And I'm even willing to take a little bit of a hit if need. Yeah. And, and Dickie's very good at pass blocking, very good athletic, very, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's I not... think he's maybe more well-rounded, mm-hmm. but maybe not the – you know, already elite, elite pass blocker like Cross is. Um, I'm okay putting him at two. Personally, for me, he would be at three. Um, but it's so close for me that I'm I'm willing to to defer to you on that one and, and put him at two. Okay. Absolutely. Because, like I said, it's just it's really close for me. Um, any of the top three, I would be. I'd be exactly. I I 100% agree with you. And and yeah. someone's probably going to come down in the comments, email us, and just say, you guys are insane and stuff like that. About- well, hey, that's what this is all about, though, because, <laughs> again, it's not we're not the only ones saying this. Like, there are people that have Neil Third, and, you know, professionals that make money off this. We don't make any money off of this. This is just our <laughs> opinions. We're just out here to have fun. Uh, but there are people that make money, that make a living off of doing this, that have Neil third, that have Icky third, that have Cross first, that have Cross third. Like it's very subjective, and again, I think they're all so good at their at what they do that you could make the case for any of them. Yeah, you know, I I do too. Uh, yeah. So that's how we have it. Evan Neal is number one. Charles Cross is number two. <laughs> Icky number three. Malik Willis four. Kenny Pickett five. Kyle <clears throat> Hamilton six. Seven, Matt Coral, eight, Tyler Lindebaum, and someone else will be picked in the top in our number six <laughs> overall pick that we didn't co- cover. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are uh, <laughs> last year. I think we did twelve or thirteen players, and uh, Horn was not one of them. So J.C. Horn jumped up yeah. the J.C. Horn. Late. Yeah, he wasn't even our. He wasn't even like in our top two corners that we talked about. So. Caleb or Farley, top three corners, yeah, oh. Farley and Sertain. Of course, Sertain turned out to be pretty damn good. Sertain is a yeah. beast. So, um, but yeah, uh, we'll be back to do a, a mock soon, and maybe one of these guys will be the pick. Maybe not. We'll see. All right, we want to thank everyone for listening. I can't speak. Thank you for <laughs> listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. And like Steven said, we will be doing our first iteration of the mock draft coming up soon. Until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.